Here we go. <laughs> we are GFBS, Grand Fork's best source. My favorite day of the week, everybody. It's a dirty Thursday. Mike Speaker from Speedway Shots, Speaker Promotions. He'll be on the show today along with the other half of the Bullring Boys, Chad Hoff. Show today brought to you by Executive Properties. Tell you what, you need a new remodel job. Maybe you need an addition. Maybe you just need some concrete work done. Maybe you need a new kitchen or a bathroom or something like that. Executive Properties is the company to call. They do all types of commercial and residential work. You heard me talking about it. Throw in siding, concrete, cabinets, trim, tile. They do it all. They're going to listen to you. Find out how you want things done. And then they're going to do it your way, your way, and the right way. They'll take care of you. They always offer some senior and referral discounts. They're willing to work with any budget. Over 30 years experience, Barry Romo and that incredible crew at Executive Properties have. Yeah, they're good. And uh, winter's coming. They do snow removal, too. So something to think about. For all your general contractor needs, call them up. Executive Properties, 701-330-1273. And check out the website at executiveproperties.org. And be listening. We're going to be doing some giveaways with Executive Properties, too. So make sure you check out the reviews on Facebook and Google. You'll see how great their work is. Then you can have them come and do the same thing at your house. Your one-stop company that can do it all for you, Executive Properties in Grand Forks. All right, before we get rolling, time now for our daily segment, Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Here we go, Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Here we go. Why should race car drivers never couple up? Why should race car drivers never couple up? Well, because they're both too worried about who finishes first. <laughs> that was pretty good. Huh? huh? How was that one? I like that one. That was pretty good. Oh, good. There you are. There yeah. you are. Uh, <laughs> hey, there, there's, there's producer Paul. <laughs> there he is. Uh, Mike Speaker, first timer on the show, man. How are you? Good. Good. Thanks for having me. Thanks for making the trip all the way from uh, that F word town, Fargo. That's right. Yep. Um, you're up here. Uh, you know, it's funny because Mike... I'm going to tell you everybody how this worked out. Last week, I was driving beat trucks, uh, Egg Mac. Uh, so Todd Mack and, and the Mac boys and, and a lot of guys from River City Speedway. And I come pulling up for my first load in the middle of a field in the middle of nowhere. And I'm like, who is that guy standing out in the middle of this beat field? So I come pulling up. Here it's Mike Speaker. <laughs> like, Obviously, right? I'm like, what the hell are you doing out in the middle of a beat field north of East Grand Forks, Minnesota? But uh uh, and we're going to get to that, but uh, you don't just do racing stuff. You're involved with a lot of things. And why were you out in a beat field, Mike? Yeah, so I manage uh, the Sugar Beet Grower magazine. It's a, a national uh, magazine for the, the Sugar Beet Growers across the country. And uh manage that down in Fargo, and that's my that's my full-time deal. And, um, yeah, then racing is just uh, just for fun. You know, it was cool because you should have seen this, Chad. Before you know it, I got GoPro cameras stuck all over the truck and the trailer. And he's riding with me, and we pull up into the piler, and he gets out, and he's, he doesn't have the green on or a hard hat or right. nothing. And he's just out there roaming around like he belongs, taking pictures. But uh, that was very cool. But the question I have for you, Mike, is am I going to make the magazine? You might. You might. <laughs> what? We'll see. I've he been in might. some fishing magazines before, but I've never been in a beat magazine. I think that'd be kind of cool. The first time driving a beat truck, now you're in a beat magazine? Oh, no. It was my first time driving a beat truck. It might have seemed like it to Mike, but... <laughs> we might have some space on the cover for you, actually. I'll see what oh. I can do. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, no, it's, no. it's all about who you know. Yeah. yeah. Now, now you got me going. <laughs> yeah. By the way, if you have any questions, you want to text or call uh, for any of us, feel free to do that, all right? Our phone number here is 701 0863 701-213-0863. We already got a bunch of people watching. Chuck, uh, Carrie Ann, Dave Adams. Hey, Dave. Uh, hopefully the har- harvest is going good for you guys, too. Uh, Mike, uh, you're back in town. You're going to do some more beat work today, I take it? Yep, yep. That's what we're up here for. Uh, I know he declined a cold bush latte, so I know he has to go back to yeah, work. He and, to, must yep. have to work then. Yeah, and Chad, you always have to go back to work. Yeah, I didn't have my Coke with me today. I was uh, I, I usually got my Coca-Cola to have for here, but I forgot it. So, Do we have any Coca-Cola in the in the beer fridge? Ooh, I will take a Coca-Cola. Yeah, I can tell you need some more caffeine. <laughs> yeah, the Red Label Diet Coke is what it is. The yeah, red label diet coke. The red label diet coke. <laughs> What's that? Pepsi or coke? Coke. I mean, who who in their right mind would drink a Pepsi? Well, you're gonna have Damn it! Looks like you will be. <laughs> Shoot, uh, Mike Speaker. I know you have been around racing. You pretty much your entire life. 
Um, tell us where it all began for you. Uh, well, it goes back way back, I guess, uh, to the late fifties. My grandpa owned a sprint car down in Fargo or actually out of Moorhead. Uh, it was the flying deuce, the city cab special they had back mm-hmm. in the day. Dave Scarry drove it. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he, my family's been racing since the late fifties. Um, then my dad started racing. I think it was the late sixties. Started, he started racing through the seventies. Um, had some success with, uh, Doug Slocum, mm, yeah, dad, and, yep, yep. um, the, the trussel cars back in the day. And, um, Basically, yeah, like you said, basically grew up around it and uh, was at Red River Valley Seedway every Friday night uh, there. My dad was the tech inspector for the Wasota 360s back then, so I got uh, up close and personal uh, back in the day with those guys. Got to really know uh, Lauren Langerud and the Kennedys. They, they ran there every Friday. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, and then uh, all throughout high school, kept going to the races. And then in 2012, uh, Norman County Raceway was looking for uh, somebody to just write the recaps for the local paper. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, my cousin Chad Speaker helped me get that and started writing for Norman County. Then it stemmed to River Cities later that year, and now just writing for a whole bunch of different stuff. Uh, do you ever get the bug to jump into a car yourself and race, or you just thought, "Well, I'm not that rich." Yeah, basically uh, the latter. Yes, mm-hmm. I've always had the. I've always wanted to. <laughs> I, I raced go karts back in the day, back okay. in about 2004. Ran at uh, the asphalt track in West Fargo, and then Glendon. Um, Buffalo over race park actually had a pretty big go-kart track across the highway, mm-hmm. highway 10 ran there for a couple of years. And I mean, back then go-kart tires were crazy expensive. So yeah. we kind of got out of it after a couple of years and, um, yeah, just kind of got onto the media side. I, I always wish I was one of the guy, one of those guys racing, you know, whether it's a street or B mod, obviously I'd love to be in a sprint car, but mm-hmm. always had the bug, but I think I'm, I'm good on this side of the fence too. You know, I was the same way with me. I messed around with, uh, snowmobiles, motorcycles my whole life. Then I started doing demo cars and then I got into the enduro cars and then I bought a house series five back then they were called a super stock. And, uh, then I got out of it for a while thinking, well, maybe someday I'll do it again. Um, I admit my, my, my wife at the time and she was going to grad school. So uh, I kind of sold the car before I got it built. And she'd always said, you know, when I get my first job after I get my, my doctorate, I'll, I'll buy you a race car. That time came. And at that time I had already had my gig at river city speedway. And I thought, you know what? I'm good. (laughs) I'm good. This, this works out great. I get to hang around with, with the racing community and the racing family. I get to talk about it, and it doesn't cost me anything except for maybe a little throat and liver damage. So Just um, I have a lot of fun. Liver damage more so than throat. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. By the way, let's uh, take a peek at that. Just look at the look at the gift Mike Speaker brought us today. Oh, you guys got a gift, huh? Mm-hmm. That's nice of you. Yeah, so even put the logo the on the top. Yeah, <laughs> mine's in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty sweet. That looks yes, nice. Sir. Yeah. Mike, I remember when you got your start uh, at River City Speedway. Anyway, uh, did you even have a camera, or were you just basically cell phoning it back then? Yeah, that's a funny story. Actually, I was just I just had a cell phone then. Back then, there I think there was like four weekly photographers at at River Cities, and I was just uh, writing for the Wasota newspaper. Uh, all the dirt. That's that was my main job. Just mm-hmm. write the recap for for the newspaper. And uh, every once in a while, I'd sneak down and just take a cell phone shot for Victory Lane, send it to him, whatever. And actually, the first cover photo I ever got with all the dirt was a cell phone shot. Yeah. I remember it was like, I think it was like 2013, Cole Schill won a makeup NLRA show, mm-hmm. and that was his first win at River Cities. And yeah, there was, I think there was four or five photographers there that night, you know, taking pictures, and it was kind of funny. My cell phone shot made the cover, so mm-hmm. kind of funny. But yeah, I used to just sit up in the grandstands with my notebook and take notes and then write the recap on Saturday morning. But uh, so, yeah, things have kind of grown over the years. And, you know, we have got some great photographers here at River City Speedway, too. You, along with uh, Bobby Dusso, uh, you guys do a great job. Uh, if, if you can't make it, always look for your pictures. You can see the artwork we have and hear from Dusso. But uh, I also want to give a shout out. Let's see. Tommy Corcoran. Hey, Tom, we'll be bugging you. You're going to be on the show here when we start doing our Hall of Fame stuff. Uh, Erica, Andy, Steve. Kevin Pappenfuss, be careful up in that beat truck. Uh, you were supposed to be on the show here, too. But um, anyway, Mike, it is kind of taken off for you now. Yeah. Uh, you don't yeah. just take pictures. You don't just write for all the dirt. Uh, you are busy. Uh, recently married, not that long ago. And now she gets to have the fun. She's down in Arkansas right now covering some races, isn't she? Talk about your wife and your partner a little bit. Yeah, my wife, Adriana, she's awesome. She she works full-time for XR, the, the broadcasting company. They do a lot of uh, IMCA-sanctioned uh, broadcasts and, and all that stuff. And, yeah, she's down in Arkansas right now having fun uh, with Stephen Young. 
Uh, they're covered. It's a big 12,000 win IMCA modified show. So she's down there all week uh, soaking up the sun. I think she said it was like 75 or 80 degrees down there. That's so. lovely. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah Got to love that. Yeah. yeah. Thanks uh, for that. Steven, you better be careful down in Arkansas, buddy. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. You got that long hair. Hey, mm-hmm. Did you meet her through racing? Uh, no, actually, uh, met at WeFest. Oh, so. really? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. I bet you they were both sober at the time. Oh, yeah, totally. 100% yeah. sober. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, so they're an awesome couple down there in the middle, in the infield, just neat. And uh, it was pretty cool. I was, I do my little wandering all the time, and I walked by Mike, I think it was at the sites, and in the back of his pickup, no joke, <laughs> there's printers, there's everything set up. To where he was actually printing photos <laughs> and calendars that night and taking pictures. And I'm like, gee, to me, Christmas. I mean, this there's a whole setup back there. So don't you worry about that. Ah, it's probably fine. It's probably fine. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> just, yeah. I just it was just so cool to walk back there and see, you know, what what's is Mike had his laptop out on his on his tonic cover, and I thought, well, he must be updating something. Because mm-hmm. who doesn't he write for? Yep. Is the question. He does a lot of that on the side too. So you go back there and look and there's this printer just printing out calendars. Those those exact not not, not those calendars, but calendars like that, only for the sites. Mm-hmm. Of the street stocks, mod, B mods or whatever you had, you know, say Joey Berg had one out there. He printed for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, just at the back of his pickup. <laughs> yeah, just crazy. Yeah, yeah, just crazy. Yeah. You know, <laughs> on a side note, we should also probably bring some awareness to uh, what happened that you were telling us about today. So when we were at Andy's, they said that they had a break in mm-hmm. like uh, yeah. a couple of days before that, and then you said that somebody just broke into was it was it Northwest Tire? Yeah, yeah. So, on Monday morning at two a.m. Yeah, and so, then also try to break into air gas. Yeah, so there's been a string of uh, people cover your stuff up, lock yeah. up. It's <laughs> serious stuff. I mean, uh, I watched it. This is beyond the the Dirt Weekly thing, but uh, I, I've I've watched it probably three or four times, and every time I watch, I feel violated, so I quit watching it mm-hmm. because you know Northwest Terror is my home. Uh, that's where I live. <laughs> Good sixty seven majority hours. of your life. Oh gosh, a week and. Uh, it, to have that happen when you get that phone call first thing Monday morning, hey boss, uh, I think we're broke into, yeah, and then I just then all hell broke loose. You know, so. uh, when you do get a lead on this, will you call me up to come and watch? Yeah, because <laughs> I think that'll be fun. We want to, <laughs> <I, I, laughs> yeah, just for the entertainment, just side for the it. entertainment <laughs> yeah. side of things. We'll be live on location. I, I, I just, it just uh, how much. This this took balls mm-hmm. uh, to do that, and, and I I feel bad for Andy's too. I mean, that's in a flack of a better term, it's bull beep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It just it shouldn't happen. It doesn't need to happen. Uh, we people like you got Andy's, myself, Air Gas. Um, there's a storage unit place out there that people are driving around. Uh, everybody here is looking to hire somebody for a job. Yeah, yeah. I I look all the time. Mm-hmm. So go find just do it the right way. I mean, doing this to hurt people's lives, it ain't no different than going to Mike Speaker's pickup and, oh, taking his printers out of the back of his pickup. That's how he makes his living. Taking his livelihood. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that's not just a hobby for him. That's, that's how he makes a paycheck, too. Mm-hmm. So it, it just, on the, let's flush it down the toilet. It's done. You know, let's, let's help our cops and make sure that they take care of business. They were right there on scene. They helped out. I had two guys doing it. Uh, I, I have great. I have a great friend in the cop and the task force here. I mm-hmm. just—they're all trying to help. They're all doing the best they can. We got to help them. Uh, don't defund the police. Don't take a damn knee, or I'll kick you in the face. Hey, hey I like that. Boom. It's kind of like what we uh, hear every night at River City, at River Speedway. City Speedway, the place <laughs> hey, where nobody takes a knee. Take a knee, get a knee, get you know, a there knee. You, hey, it just—that's that's, <laughs> that's a good guys, model. model. These, these guys are out there, and I have great friends that do this. I have a. Uh, I have a, one of my best friends I call a brother. He's a sheriff's deputy. Um, I have my friend here in town. Uh, he's like a brother to me. My, my son calls him uncle. Mm-hmm. I mean, so these guys work their tail off to make sure we're, we're safe and protected. And they do a lot of stuff that we don't hear about that's crazy. And so when I hear this, and I don't like to get political, but when I hear the defund police and all that bull crap, that just pisses me right the hell off. And that's why I get pumped up every night, Friday night, when Robert says, you know, stand, remove your toques, your headgear, whatever's on your head at the time. And if you take, your, take a knee, you can, 
get out. <laughs> that pumps me up because that's that's what we need to be about right there. Tell us how you really feel. It, and oh, I was going to say, you started, you know what I mean? I just, I don't want to get political. And I'm not, I'm not a huge political guy. I don't, I don't like to spread it. I just like keep it to myself, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you kind of know where I stand at the point. So now you know why we don't let Chad have beer on Dirty Thursdays. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. So anyway, back back to speaker. Uh, tell you, buddy, I'm so glad you came. And I, he told me today you're coming. Uh, just pretty cool. Having you on the microphone is even a lot more fun. Yeah, because the the amount of knowledge in that noggin of yours it supersedes mine by far. Um, and it's just nice to know that. There's so many guys in there that love the sport like you do. And when you have the opportunity to get the microphone, you don't shy away from it. No, no. So talk about the experience this week, this year. We've had a couple of times where you helped out. Uh, John had vacation, some stuff. So I was up doing that and you were doing my job. Talk about how it was down there doing what I do. I'll tell you, when I get the call from whether it's you or Darren that yeah. uh, John's going to be gone on Friday, I get, I get jacked. <laughs> <laughs> no offense. And, and I don't like to be gone either. It no. bothers me so bad. For one thing, I miss it. And another thing, I'm afraid you're going to be better than me and take my job. <laughs> That's what I'm afraid of. It. He who covers it way better. You know, like, you know, and I hear him on the head, hey, Chad, you got me? And I silence everything down. Well, yeah, Mike, what's going on? And he tells it like, hey, just a heads up. This is the, like, I don't remember what it was. It, it, it was like points in Nosa or how many oh, yeah. wins this guy's had and spouts it off like that. And then I'm like, yeah, thanks for the update. Yeah, he's a stat man too. <laughs> Shut my microphone off. Like how the hell did he know that? I don't have that in any of my notes. He's got it in one of his encyclopedias in the back of his truck. Yeah. He just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. He just sits there with his head. Beep, boop, boop. Okay, there it is. No, uh, yeah. Let's take a minute here to make some money. All right, uh, folks, you know, when you buy something, uh, you want to get your money's worth. You want things to last. That's why when you're looking for a vacuum, you want to go to Forks Vacuum right here in the Grand Cities Mall. You can see them right over there. Forks Vacuum is your authorized Rick Carr and Simplicity dealer. They can service any make and model out there. Uh, Forks Vacuum, uh, they've been locally owned and operated here since 1996. They know what they're doing. You can stop in for free estimates. You can give them a call if you want, 701-746-7830. You know, whether you're looking for uh, maybe a new vacuum or maybe need one fixed, Stop by. Bruce and Tyler will answer all your questions. Very helpful over there. I'm in there all the time. Forks Vacuum right here in the Grand Cities Mall. Your authorized Rick Hart and Simplicity dealer. And again, that number, 746-7830. It's a beautiful store. Yeah, I would have saved so much money in my lifetime if I would have been going there to begin with because I have, with, with so many dogs and everything, I just burn through yeah, vacuums. Yeah. Yeah. I'd always end up just going to a, like a Target and buy yeah, another one to, for 150 a, bucks. Exactly and, what I was saying. You could probably take it right over there. They'll fix it for you less than 50 bucks probably. Yeah, well, yep. the thing is, too, you buy something at a big box store, and when it's garbage, it's garbage. You pretty much throw it away. Yeah. You go get something there. Uh, I had an old Electrolux. It was probably 35 years old. You're dating and yourself. That, no, it, it was. I had it long before I. Well, okay. it was in the family. <laughs> okay, but uh, I tell you what, Bruce and Tyler over there, they fixed that thing a million times. No, it's and, a beautiful uh, did place. A great job. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Jennifer Polly. Thanks for watching, Jason. Hey, Jen. Yeah, Jason Stenseth, uh, Jeremy, Sean, John Beergard. Nothing but love for those who wear the uniform. Kevin, we'll be done with beats tomorrow. All right. Uh, Christine, Amanda, glad Joe. you're all watching. Look at them all. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Mike, okay, we started talking about your start, uh, basically, with a cell phone. Uh, you have obviously grown tremendously since then. Uh, I mean, you're doing, like, video and filming. And, and, and how many magazines do you even write for? Um, well, there's a couple, like, uh, Dirt Monthly. It used to be, like, a uh, flat-out magazine for the sprint cars, Dirt Modified magazine and dirt late model they consolidated into one uh in the off season i'll write a, a couple of features on our on our local guys that's kind of fun to get them the exposure the national exposure that, mm-hmm. that they deserve and it's uh good publicity for racing in our area that's when i i try to write for um sprint car and midget magazine every once in a while there'll be a photo or something that comes out in that and speedway illustrated so i just try to i don't know i don't really stay up on on the magazines like i should but every once in a while i'll see that they need a photo of like Mark Dobmeyer, for example, and I'll try mm-hmm. to send him as many as I can. So mm-hmm. just well, stuff like that. So. Not only not only for the magazines, but this man's been on the cover of quite a few magazines. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't like yeah, to brag cool. about no. it, but yeah, it's it's a cool opportunity. And like I said, it 
you know, I'm more on the, the PR promotion side of it. It's, it's cool to, like, Wade Nygaard was on the cover of uh, Speedway Illustrated a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Yes. A picture down at, uh, I think, Park Jefferson or somewhere. Yeah. And that's cool. Like, that's, that's yeah. our guy, Wade Nygaard. That's, mm-hmm. that's cool. So that's, that's, that's the coolest part about everything. Um, yeah, we should get a GFBS calendar, you know, and Chad, he could be, like, December. <laughs> in a, I want to see that look again. In a, <laughs> in a Santa outfit? <laughs> Just you call me fat. You could be one of Santa's helpers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys! Oh my land! I can see it now, laying in a snowdrift. <laughs> <laughs> laying in a snowdrift. <laughs> Good God! Um, you doing video stuff too? Uh, a little bit. Yeah, I I, uh, I helped River Cities kind of get the video going mm-hmm. a few years ago. I just basically wanted um, my goal was to get get the races recorded just so mm-hmm. we kind of have the footage and can use it for different things. And now they've obviously taken it to the next step going live every week, yep. which is, which is awesome for the race fans. And it's another revenue stream for the speedway. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just, um, kind of play with that. I do some stuff down at Red River Valley Speedway with some video when I can, um, just recording the races down there. And then, um, just kind of going around getting GoPro footage and B roll. And, uh, when I get bored in the off season, I'll put together a video, just stuff like that. We were, we were driving around, uh, first night of the John, to the Johnny and we're driving around and he goes, Hey, we got to go here because he, him and I ride around in the golf cart quite mm-hmm. a bit and he steals it from me too. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so Donnie shots was there. Yep. And he, he goes over to Donnie shots. He had to get a GoPro. We, I mean, it was just so cool to watch him in action to, to go in there. And I mean, a guy like Donnie shots were a normal guy to him, but to us, it's like a, yeah, that's Donnie Shots. Yeah, hey, that's Donnie. But no, he walks into the trailer like nothing. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm sitting there like I'm not going in there. I don't want to go in there. Like, <laughs> well, there was a long time I figured Donnie would throw me out if I tried to go in there. So. <laughs> but it just it's pretty cool to watch watch the man go into action and, and do those things and know that he does a lot for racing, but he also does a lot for people that also enjoy racing. Mm-hmm. He was involved. I think it was this year. Was it this year for Steven Ader? Oh, yep, yep. It, we did. He did something for Steven Ader down in Fargo. This guy live and breathes racing. Oh, yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah. and very good guy. I like to see when Steven Ader's up here. Yeah. I it mean, doesn't and, happen very often. But. And then and then he, he was doing the pick thing with you. Who's going to win and lose? And then he came to me and goes, okay, your turn to pick. And I'd always lose. And he'd look at me and go, ha. <laughs> and I'm just like, what? Yeah. So talk about what you did for him. And, and so people understand and realize, let's get that out there. Who all involved? I know there's a lot more than just you involved in doing that. So talk yeah. about that for a minute. Yeah, that, probably the highlight of my year. Uh, it came... Uh, late May, Macy Hall, um, wife of Tyler Hall, IMC modified driver, which is from, pregnant. Yep, yep expecting baby. To those yeah, guys. yeah. Um, she kind of came to me with the idea. Uh, Steve Nader kind of had some old old equipment and stuff stuff he's been using since I think like '08 or '09, and cameras evolve every year, so right. his stuff you know just need to be updated, whatever. And she wanted to kind of set up a fundraiser for him and asked me if I could kind of help and you know maybe pick out some gear that that he might use and. I was thinking, okay, you know, get him a, a better camera, maybe get him like a, a good speed lens and stuff, something that's good for sports. And I'm thinking like, okay, maybe we can get something good for about 1200 bucks. Maybe if we get $1,500, we can get him a flash too or something. So yeah. we set up a GoFundMe, and within about 90 minutes, we surpassed our goal of wow. uh, $1,200. Yeah. And we ended up raising $4,500 for So he got two cameras, uh, two lenses, a flash, a brand new bag, and probably um, four new go-kart tires. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We got him extra batteries, memory cards. So if something wow. were to fail, he's going to be set up. And um, we we surprised him. I think it was June 12th at River yeah. Rally Speedway. Red River. And uh, did it in front of the grandstands. We had an awesome crowd that night. And yeah, that was super cool. The forum was there, Midco Sports. They all covered it. And um, that was a pretty special night. Steve Nader's a good dude. He's yeah. a great dude. And you know, that kind of tells you a little bit more about the racing fraternity out there. Uh, it was... Was it during this? No, it was the last week. Out of the blue, um, <clears throat> we're like 10 minutes before intermission at the River City Speedway. And I get a text from Mark Dobmeyer saying, I'm going down to the pits right now. Yeah. I'm going to get some guys. We're going to pass the helmets for, for the guy that was hurt in the wingless yep. car. Um, and just like that, here come the swarm of race car drivers. It was all, up the, into wingless, the stands. All wingless guys and sprints. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, they raised... A lot of money. Oh my gosh! In no time, 
I think it was like twenty four hundred bucks. Yeah, it was what, over two grand minutes? for sure. Yeah, it was like ten minutes. Yeah, so. in, in like ten minutes. But again, now you've already got people there that are spending their well hard earned money at the racetrack. Yep, uh, feeding the families, watching the racing, and you ask them to help out somebody in need. Yep, and the race car fans will do it every time. They delivered huge. I mean, an awesome fans we have here in Grand Forks, hundred yeah. percent. I mean, I got a picture from a fan this year from Corey. Uh, it's him and his little boy that has a late model. Uh, and I put the victory lane sign in front of him mm-hmm. and he got, took a picture of it and he gave one to me. I had, the fans here are so passionate and love the, love the sport and know in their back of their mind, some of them have raced and they know what it takes to put on this kind of, mm-hmm. you know, show that we do weekly. Uh, to have them come out and do what they did. Jade Hastings had so much money in his helmet. I called him the pimp. Just <laughs> walking around, here comes the pimp. And he couldn't even, we couldn't even contain the money <laughs> yeah. in this helmet. And so I just, and we gave the money to a gentleman that's going to give them to him. And it's already taken care of over two grand. Uh, good things we can do here for not only our racing family, but when everybody comes to Grand Forks, North Dakota to race, regardless of what class, they're in our racing family. Yeah. yeah. So be it IMCA, be it, uh, you know, the wingless sprint guys coming over and the Northern Renegades, Western Renegades, they, as soon as they enter our, our track, our facility, they're family. Yep. And we took care of them as such. So kudos to them. An awesome job to, to dynamite to get that taken care of. A um, couple of comments here. Uh, Amanda Joel, uh, the speakers are a big asset to the racing world. Uh, Kevin Pappenfuss, every night he can't make it to the track, he rents it and watches it. Uh, when we were talking about Stevenator, Gina, that was awesome. We love Stevenator. And then the Stevenator just texted. The man himself. Says, yeah. uh, thanks, guys. That means a lot to me. Well, Stevenator, you mean a lot to us, too. Big uh, man in sport, buddy. We appreciate it. And speaking of Stephen Young, he's watching the show. Right, Be G- careful down in Arkansas, buddy. Jesus, be careful. Yeah, yeah. Remember the what was that movie? Da da dung dung dung. Deliverance. Yeah, deliverance. I heard he's Moses this week. I don't know the whole backstory, but I heard he's Moses this week. So, did he bring the sandals? I'm not sure. I don't know the whole story. He's probably wearing sweats and a black shirt. Joe Biden was in that movie. He was the banjo player on the bridge. Yeah. Oh my Atlanta. I don't know if I could see Stephen Young wearing up. Flip flops. No, it'd be kind of odd. He put a sheet over him. <laughs> I don't know. I just, now I'm just teasing him, and I love the man to death. You do so. too. I do too. Uh, boy, I tell you what, <laughs> you, you get to know these people now. Uh, I've been around River City Speedway. It's it's been a while. Um, closed toe shoes only down here. Okay, I suppose you got to worry about the cotton wood rattlesnakes. Oh yeah, crap like that down there. But uh, they'd stay away from him. You know, uh, Steve Young is such a great help to me. Yep. Um, everybody. I mean, when I go to Devil's Lake, when I'm here at River City Speedway, it doesn't matter. I could go to Steve no matter how busy he is because a lot of times if you're in the pitch, you'll see him. He's He might be crawling under a car and doing something on a car and helping somebody out, but guy will always take the time to talk to me for a minute. Uh, Mike borrowed me shoes for Jamestown earlier this year. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Is he yeah. talking about you, Mike? Yeah, yeah. Okay, tell us the story about a shoeless Steve Young. I'm trying to, I think you just had like, uh, I, I'm trying to remember myself. <laughs> this was a while back. Um, I think he just, I think he just hopped in the car with some socks. <laughs> Steve, I, where are your shoes? What, I don't know. Doing? Yeah. Comment the story. I don't remember uh, for sure, but you never know what, what Steven. And but then Amanda Joe's, thank God he did. Yeah. Thank God he gave him <laughs> shoes. You know, Steven's everywhere. That's the thing is I, I'm always his test dummy for flashes, and he gets me at the most inopportune <laughs> yeah, times. Oh, I've seen some great picks of you. I mean, and he'll like he'll just be like, Chad, and I'll turn over, just look at him funny and click. I'm like, God dang it. All right. <laughs> you got me. You got me. Or he got uh, he always put, ooh, that's a Facebook profile, and he'll text it to me. I'm like, yep. <laughs> and though, so my Facebook profile now is a picture. He got me just looking off into watching i think the imc sport monster racing and i was Looking watching stoic. them go so yeah <laughs> just just uh, just mean guy and i'm not a mean guy <laughs> by no means so i'm sitting there with my arms crossed just nope that's not chat off but that was just me intently watching um and uh thanks for uh to nick minsky and Corey lawson for tuning into the show now too um mike back to you uh, how things evolved uh now you do like race cards 
mm-hmm. things like that. Tell us if, if the people out there don't know what a race card is. What is a race card? Uh, basically, just like a hero card. Um, uh, two-sided. Usually, they're a five-by-seven postcard. Um, I know I've got still albums and albums in my in my closet from collecting cards back in the day when I was little. Mm-hmm. You know, go. I've probably got uh, twenty-five Dobmeyer and Nygaard ones alone. Just sure. go up to them every week and yep, yep. Chat a little bit. So that's basically what it is. Just a, a trading card type deal, and we we offer them uh, to the drivers. Do do quite a few of them every year. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of our most popular items that we offer is the the hero card and. To me, it's just kind of cool because I was such a, a big collector of those back in the day, and now to be making them, yeah, it's just kind of a cool thing. You can see you know? now when you're in the pits after the races how these guys, <clears throat> I mean, they love the kids. Uh, the kids love the race car drivers yeah. and everything about it, but you can see now by watching these kids when they get one of those driver cards signed and maybe get to take a seat in the car and get a picture and you see how giddy these kids are, <laughs> and you got to think about it, man, that was me. Yeah. So yeah, you know, I'm, that used to be me. I was that guy. I'm really glad you clarified that because I thought it was what, like, Kamala Harris used yesterday. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Now we're getting more political. Oh. <laughs> talk about, okay, so not only do that, though, talk about everything else you do offer for that. I mean, we've looked at, I've looked at myself, uh, Christmas presents and stuff like that. You do blankets. You do door panels. Talk about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, another big thing we're doing this time of year is sponsor photos. Um, a lot of that is, like, 8x10 or 11x14 prints. And put up a nice design with your your car on there, and you know, thanks for your support in uh, 2020. Uh, you know, great for sponsors, thanking right. them for for their support for for the race season. Um, custom fleece blankets. Um, we can put a, a nice big photo of your race car on a on a plush fleece blanket or a sherpa. That's really popular for for Christmas. Um, like you said, the mini rep, replica door panels. Those are big. Another big uh, sponsor deal. Um, whole bunch. Of, I just try to come out with something new every year. Right. Um, we're going to be doing. Uh, flags um which might look kind of cool hanging up on a trailer or i've had uh one guy he just gave them to his kid and they got him up in the room hung up on the wall really um, yeah so a three by five foot flag with you, the race car on there can you, you can you make a trump flag with donald trump's head sticking out of a sprint car or something <laughs> that, i might be able chari- to hey I, do you I, know I, a I, character I, artist <laughs> i'm just wondering. oh yeah yeah we yeah we dabble with getting a one of a uh a, a shirt made for us for the bullring boys yeah with just a uh, our two faces, the character artist, not our normal ones, but like a funny one. Yeah, and just get it on a on a shirt and see if that'll flow. If anybody will buy one, let like us the know. progressive commercial. Yeah, I don't see it. <laughs> yeah, I don't see it. So you're gonna try to sell those, or yeah. just give them away? We're trying to sell them. Oh, you're gonna try to sell them? Yeah. Okay. It wasn't Maybe. our idea, by the way. No, it's okay. not our idea. We just want to go with it. And I'm thinking, with the size of our heads, that it's probably gonna be one guy in the front and one guy in the back. Because yeah. I don't know if yeah. you could fit two of our heads, especially caricature drawn. My, my on the forehead front might be cut off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, John Beergard, how about hats off to the three of you and more. Uh, you guys do an incredible job. The speakers are great and do such great work. Chad and John, both great on the mic. You guys are all great for the sport. Travis Strandell watching. Steven Ader. Mike is a very passionate photographer. So happy for my camera. You helped me get used to him. Uh, John Beergard, hats off to the three of you. Doing a great job. Yeah, I love it. All right. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, thank you, guys. So that's the only reason see, it's, why. It's, it's not all about you today, that. Mike. Yeah. No. <laughs> that's the only reason why I go down there and do the YMCA when it's rain delay. You know, to make sure that we still have fun. <laughs> you know, fun seeing you try to do the YMCA dance with just after getting done with back yeah, surgery. Yeah, that was an Ooh. awesome time. I but, have to, I have to give your uh, your son Alex a shout out here too because he told me I have a five head. You have a five head? <laughs> <laughs> Is that like this? The it's, like, the it's a little bit more than a forehead. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a five head. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, Mike, uh, uh, you when race season is is going full bore, you are such a busy guy. I want you to walk me through, say a month. Okay, we'll start on Sunday, a Sunday through Saturday, typical summer week for you and your wife. I'll actually start on Thursday because uh, about four thirty, five o'clock. It starts Thursday afternoon. We go up to Norman County Raceway. Um, like I said, been there since two thousand twelve. That's kind of home base for me. Obviously, I'm from Fargo, but Ada's just kind of home. I've, mm-hmm. I've been been there every thursday basically since 2012 so that's always a, a fun way to kick off the the week it's just kind of low-key um friendly atmosphere you know farm town it's just super fun to kick off the week there then friday well you know get home thursday get everything uploaded try to get my ada recap done thursday night friday morning uh get ready for either grand forks or, or fargo my my wife adrian she covers fargo most friday nights and mm-hmm. i i come up to grand forks um 
So that's that, and that's huge too because Fargo, I, like I said, I grew up going there. So that's cool for for me for us to be able to uh, cover cover that racetrack and and all, all the things I got going on there. Almost a hundred cars every every mm-hmm. Friday night down there in Fargo. Um, so yeah, either Fargo Grand Forks Friday, then Saturday. Um, last year it was Glendon, but they didn't run this year. So right. now I try to follow NLRA or NOSA. Mm-hmm. Um, try to do as much as I can with those two series. Travel with them on on Saturday. And then uh, Sunday, again, traditionally was Glendon back when they ran mm-hmm. Sunday. But I've uh, been trying to hit up uh, Cheyenne Speedway in Lisbon a little oh, bit Oh, sure, sure. A lot of good things going on over there. So, um, so yeah, Lisbon and, on and, Sunday. And wow. it doesn't just wrap up. Uh, racing around here is pretty much done. But it doesn't end for you in the winter either, does it? No, no. i got a couple more races uh, in the works. We're going to be going to uh, Vegas in November for the IMCA Duel in the Desert. Um uh, with XR, going to be able to sell event photos down there, and that should be fun. They got like 420 pre-entries for that deal. Wow, yeah. that's a that's a big race. That's a big one. That's a that's big a one. IMCA Crown Jewel one. So mm-hmm. that'll be pretty fun. Been able to go down there a few times, help out with the broadcast and stuff, and it's fun just to get away in November. You know, yeah. even uh, when it's just, cold. Yeah, it gets cold in in Vegas, but not not North Dakota. Well, cold. right. Hey, right. somebody well, said cool to, uh, to race in the desert. Oh, yeah. Just oh, to get away. Yeah. It'd be fun to watch. Uh, we got somebody here that says roll with the T-shirts idea. Uh, <laughs> I'd buy one. Perfect. Well, we got one. We got, we one, got one sold. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Only 500 more to go. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, that's one track, John. I think one of these summers you would actually just get in the truck and drive down and check that out in Lisbon. You know that I haven't been to Lisbon. I haven't been to Norman County West either. Yeah. I, I know that's hard to believe. Uh, people think just because you're an announcer, you go to all these tracks. Right. But uh, announcers still have to get up early in the morning and go to work too, and it, it's hard to do. Actually, this past year now was the first time I've been able to branch out a little bit because I'm not getting up at 3 o'clock in the morning to go to work anymore. Right. I can sleep in a little bit later. So, um, uh, yeah, and, and I'm always open. I'd love to go work at more tracks uh, and just to see what – I mean, th- we keep talking about race fans, but right. uh, it's fun meeting different race fans from all over because I'll, I'll show up at a track, for example, Devil's Lake, and they're like, wow. You're here. What are you doing here? You know, and it's great that you're here. And I said, well, Chad's gone. But yeah, it's because a lot of these fans, they'll hit them all. I mean, you've got the diehards that they're Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They're booked. They're they're going to every single track. And they just they can't get enough of it. Well, I think for us, too, it's sometimes enjoyable for me to go as a fan. I think just to Mm -hmm. go sit down and Mm -hmm. watch the show and and not have to figure, okay, don't forget this announcer. I don't forget this, you know, promotion or sponsorship or hey let's go see what's going on in this car why is that that way it should be cool to sit down and but then i sit down and i start thinking man i'd be talking about this right now mm-hmm. you know, I'd, yeah i'd be saying <laughs> this right now. Yeah, yeah you critique that I, I hate doing that but it's yeah. just it's uh, no doubt that Cor- Corey litton when he came to devil's lake or who's at grand forks he's sitting there and he's probably saying i'd probably say this right now or where's he doing there where why is he saying this? it it's a it's an announcer thing mm-hmm. i yeah. mean it's just what we do when yep. we I used to do uh, junior hockey, and so when I go to the hockey games and I announce junior hockey with the music and all that fun jazz, I'll sit there and like, yeah, you got to be playing something, man. This is not pumping me up at all. Yeah, you know. So you had that same mentality. Mm-hmm. You know, it's no different as as John listening to the radio. Like, dude, you're not. You're, I'm not into this. You're not covering this enough. Get your voice into it. Where it's different for when John Roberts does it because his voice hurts at the end of the night. Yeah, you know, that's how exciting yep. it gets. Mm-hmm. So it just I for me to go out and just sit down and be a fan of something, it'd be really tough. But I think it'd be fun also mm-hmm. just to relax and be like, wow, this is. Yeah. And, you know, when I took over cool. at River Cities, I was so nervous because, uh, well, you got Pat Mooney. Then you had uh, Bob yep. and then me. And it's like, how am I going to do? Well, the first thing I try to explain to everybody is I'm not Pat. I'm not Bob. Right. I'm John. I'm not going to be like those guys. I'm going to be a little different. But uh, when you talk about uh, Corey, uh, he actually uh, sent me a message. He was at the last race here in Grand Forks and uh, gave me a really nice little heads up. Thought he enjoyed our work. And yeah. uh, he says, you and I did a great job together. So it's that's where you start to hear it when the fans come up to you after the races. And, and you know, I wish... Um, you know, I heard a little bit of stuff. Uh, well, I can't hear you down at this end. I can't hear you down at that end. I can't scream any louder. Well, let's talk about that for a sec. Okay, so I know Mike, Mike's a part of the announcer crew with us because 100% he could do it right now if you gave him a microphone. It'd be no problem. Mm-hmm. So, And that's how much confidence I have in him. So I think when you look at being an announcer and you try the best you can to, to spread, the, like Mike does, get the information out to him, 
But then we get the naysayers that say, well, your music's too loud. Mm-hmm. Well, then you got, okay, buddy. I had one of Devil's Like this year. It just kind of roached me a little bit. You're sitting right in front of the speaker. Yeah, yeah. The speakers were there before you got there. Yeah, I, they're way mm-hmm. there before you got there. Sitting in front of the speaker, and it's low-key until 10 until ten two, and then I crank it up like I'm going to have for the whole night and play Cody Hicks' left turn. I do that every time there. And they turned around, and they said, turn it down. And I looked back at them, and I'm like, uh, if I if yeah. I wasn't part of the racetrack, I'd tell you to go <laughs> because you sat in front of a freaking speaker, people. Yeah. I uh, ran into a guy here a couple of weeks ago at um, at the Broken Drum, one of my favorite watering holes, and uh, he's a Hall of Famer. And he says, you know, he goes, John, I can't hear you. He's got hearing aids and stuff, you know. And, yeah. and I said, um, I talk as loud as I can. He goes, what? <laughs> Well, we do. I said, forget it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we do, and we can't. We can't control if the speaker turn one's not working. Right, I, right. I'm not a yeah. electronic guy to go down there and fix it. And so, and like when you when you call, when you talk down there, and we can only turn your mic up so much, you know. And you you we watch you. Your mic's right in your mouth. There's nothing we can. We do the best we can with what we got. Yeah. And yeah. I will tell you what, this is the one. I, I I say it every year. This is one of the tracks I go to that I enjoy. I love working here. It's an iconic track. It's an announcer's dream um, to be part of this. And so we got what we get, and the owners do the best they can to give us the best we can do. And honestly, it's, I think it's damn well. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would agree. Yeah. Hey, uh, what night do they race carts in Fargo? Uh, Monday. Monday nights. Monday okay, night. Steven Nader, I'm going to come and watch you race. Uh, I didn't know you raced on Monday. Tommy Corcoran, Mike does an excellent job on all the promotional items he creates, whether it's pictures, panels, calendars, or blankets. Hall of Famer. I highly recommend Speedway Shots. That's awesome. Thank you, Tom. Uh, Daryl Larson watching, Mitch Nerby watching, Amanda Joe. I agree. It's great to take a night to just be a fan once in a while, and she doesn't get a chance to do that very often either. She's pretty busy. She's so busy. My my wife, Adrian, and I, we did that, uh, the season finale at Red Valley Speedway. I I just left the cameras at home. We went out and watched, watched the races. I brought the camera bag. There might have been a couple beers in the camera bag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, we just sat That's back. a typical fan right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, just uh, that was so much fun just to be able to sit back, watch watch our friends, watch everybody. Yeah, and relax. Yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah, so I might might have to do that more often. It's just fun to, like you said, just sit back, watch it, enjoy it, soak it in. Mm-hmm. Instead of be running around all the time, it, it was a nice change. Right. Um, I do want to ask you about this, Mike. I was kind of creeping you on social media here before you got to the studio. Creeping. Uh, the picture from Norman County Raceway. Looked like you were deer hunting. You were in the woods, uh, and I believe it was uh, Rob Van Mill was in the woods. Kind of a weird place to park a race car, but uh, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so that was, uh, it was in August, uh, Norman County Raceway. Rob was leading the IMSA Modified feature, had a pretty good lead over Casey Arneson, and was going into turn one, fastest part of the racetrack, and was going to the outside of the lap car. The lap car pushed up, and Rob kind of launched off his right front, off the banking, and... Um, you know, there's a pretty good runoff area at Norman County Race, so I'd probably yeah. say 150 feet, you know, and then there's actually a little shelter belt that uh, separates the fairgrounds to a, a farmstead back there. He launched into the trees, probably about another 70, 80 feet into the trees and, like, went rested against this huge tree. <laughs> and, like, it was oh, the craziest man. thing I've ever seen. He probably entered the, the grove of trees at about 50 miles an hour. So, wow. We- weirdest thing I've ever seen compared to Travis Robertson going over to corner three? Uh, it's about the same. Really? Yeah, wow. It's about the same. How about, how about weirder than, uh, Zach Umdahl parking in a pond? <laughs> yeah, that's hard to beat. That's, <laughs> that's tough to beat. Yeah. And, uh, Zach, we love you, man. And we're going to get you on the show too. We're going uh, sure. plan on having a rookie day on here too. And, and, uh, you know, it, it's fun, uh, when you get to watch these up and comers, especially in the sprint cars, uh, cause you watch them evolve and you watch them get better mm-hmm. and you watch them have their flashes of brilliance and then you watch them step on there you know what for yeah. half a second and it all gets thrown away but you you, you watch them and and pretty soon it's like wow this guy's got a chance to win this guy's got a chance to win and then ah something happens <laughs> yeah and then when that first win comes and and i think we can all agree on this um i've got to interview a lot of a lot of big time guys uh but i still have more fun and, and this is where you get to have the fun now yeah. i have more fun uh interviewing that guy that finally won his first nosa race or his first nlr race or his first race ever uh, especially at river city speedway because the excitement 99.9 oh. percent of the times of these first time winners 
is through the roof. The emotion is just crazy. I, and you feel it. Uh, when you go down there and you're down there with me all the time and we feel that emotion, yeah. they get out and they like, well, this year we didn't get much hugging in, but there's some that just came and just hugged me. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Yeah. I, that's awesome. I'm proud of them. You know, we had Isaac Sondral, uh, IMC Sport Mod from Turtle Lake. This is a bucket list race for him to come race at. And he gets one shot a year. One shot a mod. year. Mm-hmm. He was crying yeah. in that cockpit because yeah. he was so excited. So, and I'm so proud of him because mm-hmm. I know that guy. And it's like, that's what it's about right there. Yeah. Like people work their tails off and he didn't decide he was going to go until that day to come race. And here he is first time one, one night only you get to try this and you win. You know, that's a big one. Uh, Bobby Martin last year. Yeah. Oh yeah. Winning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, Tommy Corcoran. Tommy Corcoran mm-hmm. this year. Well, you can't get a much emotion on Tommy. But no. <laughs> get, I mean, you get, a, you get a little bit. Come on, Tommy. No, I just, it, just to like, he sat, he couldn't believe it. I've won six decades. Yeah. Now. Isn't that something? I mean, he just, that's what he said. He's like, holy, and I'm still competitive. Well, yeah, you are, dude. Yeah. I well, mean, you know, he said at the beginning of the year, he'd set a goal to win in six decades. And I said, well, what's up after that? And he goes, yeah, I don't know. But you win in that six decade. And I, I can pretty much, and maybe he'll even answer me here, but I'm pretty sure we'll have him back. Mike, by the way, your wife is watching the show. Oh boy. Uh, you better say she, hi. She said, uh, weirder than Brendan Mullen parking on the pole. We forgot to mention yeah, that one. There's oh, that. there's that. Yeah. I was going to mention that. So, like, when you're, like, they always say, we talked to Austin Pierce, when you're in a wreck, uh, they close their eyes. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you got to cut, you make sure everything's, that's what they say, close your eyes. So, I kinda, I, now that I, I really know that now, it's like, I want to go to Brendan and be like, so when you opened your eyes, you're like, 30 feet in the air. <laughs> what were you thinking? <laughs> Mom, I'm flying. You know, it's yeah. like, Holy cow, but that's another... Brent is is like... I I did a little interview with him after that, um, after that wreck, and he's just so, like, chill. He was just like, oh, I'm up in the air. It just kind of like, this isn't good. And then he saw, like, the... (laughs) Kind of like the Ricky Bobby or whatever, but then he saw the River City's crew running up to him, but... He just wasn't worried. He's like, okay, we need to get down somehow. Yeah, got to get down somehow. Yeah. And when I went over there right away and I just, hey, buddy, you okay? He goes, I'm good. I'm good. I'm like, right. That's all I want to know. And then I text everybody like John back at the, hey, he's good. Everything's good. And that was a world of outlaw night. So he didn't have it. But that's still, that's our nightly guy. And and so I want to make sure I was there to make sure that our guys knew Mm -hmm. that, hey, our guy's okay. Yeah, he's good. I mean, so that was that's another weird one. Yeah, I never thought. I was, why did we forget that? I don't know. Out of all yeah. those, we forgot yeah. that one. I remember seeing that too. I just saw him tumble and he landed up there, and I just kept waiting for the car to drop. Yeah, and it never did. Never dropped. Like, oh bring out the forklift. Yeah. yeah, and then they left him up there for the race. That yeah. was crazy. I made sure to get a lot of photos with the car <laughs> hanging in the background. And <laughs> that entry, that that little pocket there has been. Done now. Yep, yeah, yep, that's all fixed. Wrong. That's yeah. not going to happen. More comments. Cheyenne Speedway. Mike is a true race fan. Crazy talented photographer. So thankful and glad to have him in our region covering dirt racing. Thank you. Gina, uh, I cried like a little schoolgirl when my daughter, Alyssa, uh, won her first hobby stock feature at Norman County Raceway at 16 years old. Yeah. Racing with the old guys. Jason Berg, thanks for watching, buddy. Speaker's great, does a great job for our series and my race team. Uh, Joshua Johnson, Mike Engine Heat Speaker. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that a new he, name, Mike Engine Heat Speaker? He, he got to heat up uh, Oh, that's sprint. right. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah, yep. he got to do that this year. Well, that, I saw the picture of you with the full race suit on, yep. you know, the fire suit and the helmet yeah. and everything, and I go, what, you really get to go hot lap? <laughs> well, no, but. Not quite. It still looked smile, cool in a picture. The smile on his face wasn't yeah. coming off for yeah. a long time. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think. What do you think, Producer Paul? Maybe next year we'll try to get GFBS down to Cheyenne Speedway? Sure. I think we go down there and, and check Norman it out. And County. we got to get you guys down to Ada for Norman our County. or Nosa show. Get the Bullring boys on a little bit and see who we can cover. I mean, I'm worried. I'm it. all for it. Yeah. So Cheyenne Speedway, be on the lookout. You are on our radar, my friend. Yeah. So they, we're a lot of good things happening yeah. down there with the Wasota mods they've had and just their weekly shows. Yeah. Phenomenal. It's awesome. Beautiful racetrack. And if you follow their Facebook page, the updates they made to that place unbelievable yeah i mean he puts the he puts the work in all within mm-hmm. about two years too. yeah i mean it's an amazing place to go to uh just just seeing the pictures and my brother lives in lisbon and he goes down to the race he's like god you really got to come I'm like oh, it's a sunday night yeah you know but they're done but, about 9 9 30 yeah so oh, that helps yeah too. so that would get us back here in plenty of time you know so i it's on the on the on the list so i think we got everybody on board that we need to so all right the closest and now, i'll get to get uh, doing some hot laps is dob meyer's uh 
race simulator. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we were messing around with that on, uh, on Saturday night. Aren't and, those things cool? Oh, boy. The, the yeah. first two laps, and I think I already died. <laughs> <laughs> and and Mark and says to me, pants. he's like, oh, I was up till 2 o'clock in the morning again last night in the simulator. And it's like, yeah. well, I wouldn't even go in the house if I had that thing in my race shop. I'd probably be living out there. Yeah. Uh, Mike Speaker, you know, we, we try to get all aspects of racing, not just race car drivers in here. And uh, there's so much involved with, with racing and putting on a show. Uh, and it's it's a pleasure to have you on, on the studio 100%. in the studio today. Um, I've been looking forward to it. You and I have talked about it uh, <laughs> over the year. And, uh, you know, thank goodness I ran into you in the middle of nowhere in a beat field. <laughs> Because I probably wouldn't have even thought, you know, right now, because I've, I've got, you know, my vision of who I want on next and everything. But um, this worked out just perfectly for me, and I hope it worked out good for you. But yeah, um, absolutely. And, and a lot of people, uh, there's more people out there that need to know more about you. And, and if somebody wants to get a hold of you, uh, maybe Speedway Shots or whatever, how do they do that? Yeah, just on Facebook, uh, Speedway Shots, um, SpeedwayShots.com. got a... Uh, all of our pictures on there and stuff. Uh, check it out, and if you need to get a hold of me, just uh, just shoot me a message. All right, yeah. be safe out there, my friend. Yeah, thanks yeah. for having me. Thanks on. for coming in, buddy. Chad Hoff, thank thanks for, for coming in, man. Love being here, buddy. All right, well there you go, Mike Speaker and Chad Hoff, the other half of the Bull Ring Boys, on our Dirty Thursday today. I'd like to give a special thanks to Integrity Fundraisers. Tell you what, let them help you in as little as two weeks. They can help any school, sports team, youth group, nonprofits. They'll help you raise money for much-needed funds. You can purchase personalized water bottles or mugs with your name and logo. Maybe you want to thank your staff for the great work they do. Or gift your clients with laser-engraved drinkware. And they've got more. Oh, yeah, do they ever. Barbecue sets, cutting boards, poker and golf sets, growlers, flasks, and more. Tell you what, they can help you with all kinds of stuff. Fundraising, support businesses and need a business cards, brochures, all that kind of stuff. $3 million raised locally and over 390,000 students served. They can help you too. Integrity Fundraisers in the Grand Cities Mall. Call them up, 701-402-2171. Wow, we want you to become a Podbean Premium subscriber. It's cheap, and it's a chance for you to win some free stuff. Just go to your Play Store, you download Podbean, search GFBS, you hit follow, and buy premium and you're all set. And don't forget, we are now on Amazon Music. Tell your smart speaker to play GFBS Podcast. And we're always looking for your five-star reviews on Google, too. Hey, tomorrow, State Representative Claire Corey from District 32 joins us on the show. Make sure you like us, share us, and tag us, too, okay? For Grand Forks Best Source, giving Grand Forks an identity again.